Welcome to Cartridge Command, your weekly retro gaming podcast where we discuss and review the classic and not-so-classic games of the 8- and 16-bit era. I'm Nick. And I'm Eric. And this week's game is Monster Party. Monster Party was developed by Human Entertainment and released by Bandai in North America in June of 1989. That's right, Bandai, the toy company. Oh yeah, man, they had a pretty decent showing on the NES, at least, that I remember. They did, and they also had quite the influence in Japan, where they released uh, their own systems, I think. Didn't they? Was the Wonderswan them? Oh, yeah, maybe. I mean... They they do Gundams, right? Like another yes. t- yeah. So they've been drowning in money for a long time. So I you know I can see where they could do a lot of experimental stuff. Well, uh, at one point they dabbled in this uh, American market because this game was never released in Japan. Oh really? Yeah. No kidding. Okay. Well, I don't think it was released in PAL territories either. I think only here in the United States in the in the summer of '89. Well, nobody could party like the U.S. Man. And you know, I don't know if I've said it here, but. The summer of 89 was probably my ultimate summer. It's uh, There's a lot of good stuff that came out that year. Man, movies alone. Now, Human Entertainment, the people that developed this game, are best known for starting the Fire Pro Wrestling series. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I, I've never played it, but I've only heard a lot of good stuff. And then uh, the Japanese version that was to be released was going to be called Parody World Monster Party. Okay. So it did have a tongue-in-cheek kind of connotation for their release well yeah yeah it's a goofy game yeah well apparently uh images were shown in japanese game press of the magazine and they definitely showed a much more uh, graphic and horror kind of themed a little darker but at the same time still goofy right right but it definitely seems like certain aspects were maybe censored here but then totally not censored in other cases there's like a screen that is green which probably looks like it could be blood but then again there's lots of blood in other places that you it's, know, they didn't yeah. cut out. Yeah, it's a, this is an interesting beast. It sure. is quite an interesting beast. Well, Nick, what kind of game is Monster Party? Monster Party is, I mean, it's a side-scrolling platformer, really. Um, yes. It's, uh, it's very weird. Um, <laughs> yeah, you are Mark, um, a kid who can jump, and uh, it's a big old Mario jump. Yeah, you have quite the jump. Uh, I like the jump a lot. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you can, uh, you know, your main attack is your bat, which... Is fairly cool, too. At first, it seems pretty lame. It's very short, and it has a weird timing to it. It does. Um, it's but, a very weird timing. But the main thing is you're using it to bat projectiles back at bosses or some other monsters. Yeah, and it's pretty cool because you can, I think, knock back any projectile yeah, in the game. That I've encountered, yeah. And another cool thing is that when you hit the object, the angle matters. Yeah, the the timing of your bat like swing kind of can affect like where it's like if you hit it right at the you know or even where it is in the bat like at the tip mm-hmm. it'll go straight forward and deeper you'll get upward angles kind of. Uh, yeah, I think that's how real baseball works. <laughs> that's what I've heard. I wouldn't know. It is also a very strong weapon, so that's nice. Uh, it, you know, uh, w- when you knock back any projectile, I'm saying that's usually the strongest thing you can do to an enemy yeah it's much stronger than just normal bat yeah the normal bat attack not as strong now you can also duck in this game 
Yeah, and uh, you can crawl, too, in a hilarious little inchworm style. Yeah, super goofy. That's what I wrote. <laughs> uh, the inchworm. So you can do an inchworm. It's really slow. And then you can also drop like a stone. So, and, and this is not a, a feature that I meant to do often, but did anyways. It took me a minute where I kept thinking, like, did I bump up against an invisible, you know, roof or some ceiling? Or No, you if know, you but... press down anywhere in your jump, it will just take you straight to the floor. Yeah, um, like you're dropping blocks in Tetris. Like, yeah. It's it's a, a neat thing that's not really required. No. I don't know. It's a, it's a neat little technique that I was like, I mean, sometimes, I never really did it on purpose, but I was like, I feel like I could, but I didn't really need to. No, it was more for me um, just a problem where yeah. I would accidentally do it when I was trying to do something else, but it wasn't that horrible. So there is another interesting aspect of this game, and that is the fact that Mark is not an ordinary boy. No, no, he's uh, he... I'm, I'd love to get. I'm definitely going to get into the story of this here in a moment because I have so many, so many things to say about it. Many questions. But what really makes this game unique is the fact that Mark can find pills in the game, and yeah. if he eats those pills, well, I'm guessing it's not just in his mind, but he actually <laughs> turns into a monster, a monster bird man named Bert. Yes, and. Uh... When you're when you change into Bert, you have it for a certain amount of time. I'm not sure. There's not an actual timer on the screen. And I think there are different shades of pill that give you longer durations. Well, there's throughout the game, your your shirt, the pills, and the color of Bert all kind of change colors. Like yeah. throughout the different levels in a weird way. Um, but I swear, sometimes you are Bert longer than others yeah i mean i know if you are already burnt and you pick up another pill yeah it'll last longer like it'll it'll stack well, yes. the durations but uh, i don't know exactly <laughs> but the main draw of burt is that you can now fly yeah and it's uh, a cool flight you know you have to keep flapping it's like a flap button say a la joust yeah yeah to move around and he can now emit these laser beams um they're Pretty cool. You get a, get more range. They're stronger they, than your bat, but I don't know about the... They're not as strong as a projectile. Okay, return. yeah. Um, and the cool part about those laser beams is they go across the entire board, and you can shoot them while moving. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mark can only swing his bat standing still. That's true, yes. So, you know, Bert can be really on the offensive. I mean, when you turn into Bert, that's when you want to really farm for some hearts, yeah. run around, that kind of thing. Yeah, for sure. Now... Like we said, it's uh, just a short period of time, though, and then you will turn back into poor little Mark. Now, I said you want to farm when you're Bert, and what you're going to want to do is fight all these enemies, these weird enemies in the game, and certain enemies do drop things. And it's, you know, the enemy will always drop the same thing. Yeah. So you know which ones to attack and which ones to leave alone. So that's nice. Yeah, and that's where you're going to do your farming to get, you know. And then how many times will they respawn their drop? Is it three or four? I think it depends on what level you're in. Okay. Like, I think it gets more as the game goes on. Um, I mean, I did a lot of, most of my farming I would try to do early for whatever reason and then just try to make it through, you know. Uh Because you have a really long life meter that does not start full. No. And I guess we should talk about that life meter. You can find hearts that will restore part of that life meter. Yeah, like two, I think, two blocks on your thing. I think it's 63 uh, total points of life that you can have. So you start with like maybe a quarter, I don't know, like not very much. And it's really up to you to fill it up. Yeah, they don't just hand it out to you ever. And you do get a little bit back at the end of a level, don't you? Yeah, it, it replenishes, again, not the full. Not the full amount, which is kind of a bummer. Yeah, yeah, Um. 
But yeah, I mean, other than the pills and hearts, the only other real item you get are these question marks. They can be, uh, you can just get points. They'll refill some life, which is more than a heart. Yeah, that's, I always, I'm hoping for life out of them. Yeah, every time. Like. But, you know, also I will take, sometimes they turn you into Bert. Yeah. And so, that's pretty cool. Yeah, they're just like, and I believe that's actually totally random, at least as far as I could tell. I couldn't find any patterns. Now, yeah, the same enemy will always drop a question mark, but what that question mark becomes is the random part. Right, right. There is also a score in this game and a high score. Yeah, and uh, I didn't. Is there any? I, there are no lives in this game. Yeah. I'll, so or continues really. So. Thanks. Yeah, for it's that. There. It's there. <laughs> um, well, this game also features a password. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll get one. It's only nine characters, so nice and short. But uh, it is a uppercase, lowercase. Well, yeah, and punctuation and punctuation. It's it's a little it's a little uh, too many characters, but you know, like you said, it is short. Yeah, and uh, you just get one at the end of every level. So. You know, you can resume anytime you want, Although, and it does keep track of your life total. So if you get a good one, you know, or you can look online, there's plenty of passwords where it's like, start the game with full life. Oh, so yeah. That could, you know, take a little sting out of it. And all that stuff is displayed on the screen at all times. Also on the screen, it tells you what round you're currently in, which is, you know, the level. Mm-hmm. And then also tells you if you have the key or not. Yeah, that's kind of your goal in each level is you'll go through. There are a bunch of doors you can enter. Mm -hmm. Most of them seem to be empty. Yes. But some of them will contain bosses you have to fight. And eventually, I think you have to kill three monsters in most dungeons. And the last one will have the key that you need to get through. There's a a different, a special looking door at the end of each level you can now enter. And I wasn't sure how that worked. I wasn't, I thought maybe just one of the monsters had a key. No, you definitely have to kill all the monsters to yeah. get the, the key out of one of them. There's some tricks later, too, with that. Definitely. And then, like you said, there is always a strange-looking door at the end of the level, and you can always get to that door, but it won't open until you have the key. Right, right. So you might have to backtrack if you miss a door. Yeah, which, I mean, even though this isn't a big exploration game, you know, you get full backtracking privileges, so yeah, it's there. Well, Nick, this is a third-party game, mm-hmm. a very strange one. It is. Um, and I know for a fact that the cover art on the box of this game has nothing to do with the game I played. It is very deceptive, actually, because uh, you might be like, oh, wow, it's got all the classic monsters, Dracula, Creature from the Black Lagoon. Yeah, and I love me some Creature from the Black Lagoon. Yeah, I mean, they're all disappointed. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I well, never saw them in this game. No, um... So I'm really, really interested in what this instruction book has to say and what kind of artwork is in it. Okay, well, if it's artwork you wanted, you came to the wrong place. <laughs> there is zero. Um, Z- zero? There is no drawn artwork in this manual at all. It's okay. a weird... Uh, it's Are there scans or like pictures of... There's some screenshots. screenshots? Yeah, okay. It, but uh, there's only 12 pages. It's a weird kind of blue and white mm-hmm. um, ink and stuff. And I mean, basically just you get your gameplay stuff, how to use your bat. Um, it gives you, towards the end, it gives you a brief round preview, which is just a list of the round names and the boss names that are in it. Oh. And that's it, man. <laughs> there's nothing else. Like <laughs> Memo page? No, man. I mean, well, you only have three items. Like, this, yeah. It's, well, you know, I thought maybe at least for the passwords. Yeah, I know, man, but it's just... This is a game that could use it. Uh, yeah, it's very... Uh, yeah. Do, do they go into the story anymore? Not really. Mm. They, All right. Yeah. All right, well... There's not much there, so, I mean, it'll it'll teach you how to play the game, but I feel like you could figure it out on your own in about one minute. Like, there's not a whole lot of depth to it in that way. Understood. Understood. 
Well, Nick, what was your personal history with this game? Well, I, I have fond memories of this. I remember renting it and mm-hmm. beating it uh, with a friend. Uh, I was sold on it by Nintendo Power, so... Yeah, uh, I remember seeing it in Nintendo Power, but this was never a rental for me. I don't know why. Maybe my store never had it. This wasn't one where you're like, we want to rent Monster Party. You know, yeah. it's one of those where you're like, well, the game you want isn't here, so you go down to the beer. Well, yeah, we'll check it out. And I mean, it was fun enough. Uh, kind of weird. And then as the years go by, it did pop up online. A lot of people talk about how strange this game is. Yeah, you know? it's, it's so, got its novelty I, appeal there. And that's kind of what how I heard about it as the years went on. Mm. So then what was your more recent experience with this game? Um, well, I beat this game. Uh, I only did it in like two sittings, I think, of an hour or two, maybe, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I basically powered through to level six, took a break, because that's where it's kind of a pain, and then came back and finished it off the next day. Yeah, I did beat it, but I totally cheated. I save-stated. Oh, okay. At, at least, you know, three or four times a level. Oh, right on. Well, I when once I got my health up, that was I was I was saving it there. You're holding on, yeah. It's yeah. This game to me uh, was definitely more fun to watch than to play, and I lucked out because I had Bill over here. Oh, okay. You know, guest uh, host of the podcast. Sure. And he actually went through the first five levels, four levels. You know, right for on. me, uh, we were hanging out. I was watching him. And, yeah, uh, yeah. It is a lot more fun to make fun of uh, his playing <laughs> and the game itself than to play it. Yeah, it's it's it is definitely a, a strange beast. So then I played it two more times after that, and um, I did use those save states because man, I just thought this game was is pretty brutal. Like if you don't get your health all the way up, it is really hard to get through some areas. In some ways, yeah, it's yeah, it really is about like farming for health and or you know knowing where the pills are, so you you know where you're like okay, I can get this pill and go right to a boss to make sure you get there. And that's the problem is I did not I did not do that that much at all in fact i went into every boss fight pretty much pure mark oh okay some of them yeah that can be and you know some of them i think are easier as mark yeah yeah because i did go to one with bert where i was like this is impossible so we'll get to that yeah here we are in the general chat portion of our show and i'd like to begin by saying the first level of this game is pure nightmare fuel. <laughs> it is a it's a it's a neat way to start a game. Uh, I made everyone in my house watch the first level of this game. Well, because yeah, you I mean, <laughs> it's it's where you get the transition really, where you're like, okay, here's what I'm expecting, uh, kind of Mario Land hills and trees with smiley faces and right, et cetera, yeah. going through, and then eventually, I don't know, halfway through is when you get the big transition where everything turns bloody. There's the background skulls with blood coming out and everything's like, it's it's pretty awesome, really. It really is. And the game does not set you up for this in any way, shape, or form. No, no. I mean, it does start with the strangest backstory to a game, maybe since, um, since Blaster Master. <laughs> but I'll give you the short version. Um, and I, I, you know what? I won't because it's just too good. No, yeah. Let's get into it. So Mark is on his way home from baseball practice. Mm-hmm. And Which ties into his bat mechanic. I do like that. That's cool. Yeah. And he looks up into the sky and he sees a shooting star. Now, this shooting star is so beautiful that his eyes tear up. <laughs> this is pointed out. And not only is it pointed out, they actually illustrate it. Yeah, you get, you know, this is animated too. It's not just text. Like Exactly. And it's important to know because his eyes were so teared up that he did not see the shooting star land just <laughs> near him, just feet away. But was this a shooting star? It turns out it's not. No. It is Bert. Bert the monster. Bert the 
I mean, he looks like a demon bird man. Um, mm-hmm. he, he looks pretty cool, but I'm like, Bert? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a weird and name. But the first know. thing Bert does is uh, tell Mark that he needs his help, that he's in search of warriors, and that he wants him to come along, use his bat to fight evil and demons in his world. Yeah, yeah. And smartly, Mark is like, no thanks. I'm like a little kid, and I can't handle that. But Bert is very insistent. He uh, tells him that he, he needs his help. And then before Mark can say anything else, Bert grabs his hand and flies him away from this planet. Non-consensual heroism, man. Well, not only that, but Bert's been like, no, I need your help. I need your help. It's this thing, blah, blah, blah. And then as soon as they're in the air, he's like, oh, what was your name? Oh, uh, <laughs> Mark. By the way, Mark, this is extremely dangerous. It's very, very dangerous. You're in it now, brother. You know, Mark knew that. That's why he didn't want to go with you, Bert. <laughs> you are a bad, bad man. Well, that's, you know, the Joseph Campbell monomyth. You know, the refusal of the call is part of the hero's journey, right? Now, is part of the hero's journey uh, melding with your mentor? I, well... Because on your way there, Bert tells you how you're going to help him out. And another non-consensual act, <laughs> he morphs into you, and you become one being. And it's a, it's a weird-looking transition kind of frame that you get in the story where yeah. it shows them really like sink down in you're like Ew. and then that's it you are now abandoned in this monster world and uh praying you can f- find some pills to shovel down uh, aren't we all and turn into a demon beast <laughs> it is just weird as can be it is man and it's really funny because you know you know we kind of mentioned it about the first level a bit but you know with the gory bloody stuff in the background but it's like this game goes back and forth between some stuff that you're like wow that's really pretty hardcore and then super goofy like yeah because this is the only scary level of the game yeah really yeah after that it's like just random you know generic video game levels and some of the some of the bosses look kind of morbid but yeah a lot of them just are weird shrimp or who knows well (laughs) you know what i think we should just get straight into this game because there's not a lot more to talk about in the game before we start taking this game level by level. Now, the levels in this game are not very, not varied or intense. They just always have a lot of crappy enemies in them. And the enemies, they're just really hard to avoid and to, hard to avoid all of their fire. They are like the big strategy, especially as Mark, where you're like, watch where they move and jump over them. Or just stand right where you know they'll turn back around and swing the bat until... Until you can kill them. And the other problem is that many of these enemies take a jillion bat hits after the first level or two. They're pretty weak. I mean, your bat is pretty weak. So if you aren't going to just jump over them, you're going to be spending a lot of time just swinging away two, maybe three hits at the turnaround of their path. Right. So, yeah, this first level is super weird. It's... uh, And um, as... Since the manual went out of its way to describe it, it's the entrance to the Dark World. Okay. And in the Dark World, the first boss you will encounter is the man-eating plant. Yeah. And it greets you. How, Nick? Oh, it says, hello, baby. Yeah, I mean, this is almost a direct ripoff of the plant from Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah, Audrey, too. Audrey, yes. If you look around online, you can actually see where, I mean, whenever this wasn't released in Japan or what, like, mm-hmm. the, the plant looked different, and it looked more like Audrey, and it had a microphone and a speaker behind it. Oh, so it was definitely Audrey. Yeah, and then they changed it into, like, a pitcher plant mm-hmm. and removed the other stuff, although the speaker is, te- you can't see it, but it's still behind there. You can stand on it. Oh. And uh, 
and attack it from there. Maybe, I don't know if that's any good because this boss, it's not too bad. It, it just shoots uh, bubbles out of its mouth at you, which you then uh, bat them back at uh, its head. Yeah, now this is how 90% of the boss fights in this game are going to go. Mm-hmm. The boss will shoot a bunch of ball-like projectiles at you, and you must find the sweet spot. You know, there are danger zones, but there's usually a spot you can stand in that will always hit it right back to the boss. Yeah, if you can, uh, it, it can be tough sometimes. And, you know, it does vary depending on your bat timing, but it's 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 doable. Now, apparently this guy takes 20 hits, which seems like a lot, yeah. but it's pretty easy to knock the ones back from this guy. Yeah, and he's he's not hard, like, you might have a little trouble aiming them, but it's it's not hard to not take damage, so at exactly. least that way. Well, you know what? Before we get into the next boss, I do want to talk about the enemies in this level a little bit. Yeah. Because there are some dudes that are just like cool guys. They're in black suits with sunglasses. Yeah. I mean, okay. Is there a change later? Because at some points they look like they're on fire. And I was like, did that change when the level changes? Because they have like a yellow outline. Maybe you just can't see it at some points. Mm -hmm. I don't know. This does have my favorite, uh, one of my favorite monsters anyways, which is a pair of legs sticking out of the ground. Yeah. That are not menacing in any way. They're just kind of... Um, Kicking around. <laughs> you know, doing like a dance type thing. I don't know. It looks like you can land on them, though. That's the only problem. I, I feel yeah. like they should be a platform, but they're not. No, they'll they'll hurt you, but... And there's also these little red and yellow spotted creature at yeah. the end that moves around that I'm like... This really reminds me of The Ferocious Beast from Maggie and The Ferocious Beast, uh, a children's show from about 10 years ago. Oh, much well, much I, too old to, uh, to know that. Uh, I didn't have children at that point, so um, I'm not either. as familiar with the ferocious beast. <laughs> I still don't, but yeah, it really does look, because it's red and yellow polka dotted, I don't know. You I, know what I'm much more familiar with? Spiders. And the next oh, boss yeah. is also a spider. It is a giant spider. Yeah. But when you enter the room, it informs you, sorry, I'm dead. Yeah. And it is. So, yeah, you, you move along. Good job. You killed what? the second boss. You actually can't leave yet. Oh, right. There yeah. is a fly flying around the dead body. Now, I would like to say this spider does look pretty cool. It looks real creepy, you know, and dead. Yeah, yeah. But the fly, you just jump and hit it once, the fly dies, then you can leave the room. You're good to go. Now, also, we did fail to mention that every time you beat a boss, you do get a question mark, right? Yeah. So, hopefully that's some hearts for you. Hopefully it's life, yeah. Um, but, you know, you destroy the giant spider and you get to move on to the pumpkin ghost. And yeah. this is your classic pumpkin ghost. Yeah, it's uh, a sheet. A person in a sheet is what it looks like with a jack-o'-lantern head. Um, I swear I saw this in some 1930s cartoon. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. Um, it even reminds me of, there's guys that look like this in uh, Ninja Gaiden. So. Yeah, similar, yes. <laughs> when you enter the room, he says, please don't pick on me, and then immediately attacks you. <laughs> so, uh, depending on how you feel about bullying, you should pick on him. Uh yeah, and this one is a little tough because he does move around a lot. It's very hard to not take damage from him. This I don't remember if I had Bert at this point, but it was just a, a battle of attrition for me. I was like, just stand there, trade punches, and try yeah, to... Yeah, you can jump through the pumpkin head and not take damage. Oh, okay. So a lot of these bosses have a spot in the top of them that you can jump through that will not hurt you, that looks like it should. Right. But... They're still spewing so many projectiles that even jumping through them, it's not a safe, you know, total yeah. safe guarantee. And like you said, not too hard. You really are just going to be hitting them with your bat a lot. Uh, and, and that's a strategy I use with a lot of certain types of bosses where I'm like, I just can't. I'm just going to focus on hurting him as much as I can and then getting life back later. Yeah, that's definitely a good strategy with some of the ones that spew out 
really hard to hit projectiles or that move around too much. Agreed. Now you will get the key here and you're not far from the door. You enter that door and you get to move on to the next level. The Dark World Dungeon. Ooh, the Dark World Dungeon. Which is a sewer. Yeah, and it looks just <laughs> like a sewer. It is definitely a, like a purplish sewer. Uh, and this also has a couple weird enemies. Yeah, you got those like, there's purple crocodiles that mm-hmm. spit little snakes or something. Oh, I thought they were tinier crocodiles. Oh, okay, yeah. I, I, I guess that makes more sense. I don't mm-hmm. know. You have those mouths that hang from the ceiling and they're pink and they barf. Yes. Like blood or something pretty rapidly. You want to watch out for those. Uh, Indeed. And another one of my favorite ones is uh, the anti-merman, which is yeah human legs with an upper fish torso. It's hilarious, I think. Bill referred to these as man-mers. Makes sense, man. But either way, man, these things were goofy looking. They they kind of seemed like innocent. I felt kind of bad killing them. Yeah, um, yeah. And there's there what seemed to be eggs from the Alien movies. <laughs> yes, there's straight shoot. up an alien egg. And I was really disappointed because I thought it would open up. And then an alien facehugger would come out. Right, right. No, it just opens up and shoots a ball of energy at you. Yeah. Now, that energy ball, though, is awesome because if you hit it back, that destroys the egg in one one hit. Yes. Which is nice, man. Yeah, because if you get stuck in front of one of those with Bert, oh, yeah, it's yeah. going to take forever. Yep, yep. But you do find your first boss here, and that boss is Medusa. Yeah. She's a big purple snake with snake hair. Mm-hmm. And uh, she just shoots out little snakes uh, that you will knock back into her. Very easy to knock them back into her. Yep. And that's that's it. You just do that. And then uh, next up is quite possibly my favorite boss of the game. It's up there, man. And that is, well, there it's called Shrimp Attack. Yes. So at first you enter the room and uh, you hear, look out, baby, here I come. <laughs> and a giant shrimp bounces around the room. Yeah. The shrimp does not ever hit the ground. Yeah, yeah. So this is uh, another tactic. There are a few bosses that, if you notice, they will never hit the ground, so you can always duck underneath them. Yeah, this uh, and this guy, you, you want that. And we should say, by the way, this shrimp is not like a, a living shrimp. It's a deep-fried, battered uh, shrimp like you would get at a bar or something. So Yeah, and, you know... And they're in, inexplicably in front of these high-tech transport modules or something in there yes. that are just in the background they do nothing but look weird they do look weird and if you beat that shrimp down a bunch it will not die but change form and its second form is what is it is it the onion ring yeah yeah and it does pretty much the same thing yeah uh, <laughs> now you're being attacked by a giant onion ring yeah so and this guy this is where i would just my strategy was always to duck and then, then as he passed over me, yeah. jump up and try and hit him in the back. That's that's definitely what we did as well. And then if you knock it down from its second form, it does have a third and final form. Yeah. Which I guess is some sort of shish kebab? Yeah, or I mean, it looks like, to me, it looks like three onion rings on a stick or something, but that doesn't make sense. I, I was know. thinking tofu, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean. Because they're kind of squarish. Yeah, yeah. It, whatever Either way, it, it keeps doing the same thing, and hopefully you can destroy this bizarro boss. And take down all three courses of this meal. Yeah. Now, the weird bosses are not done because uh, oh, no. you've got one more to fight before you get that key. And that is the haunted well. Yeah, it's a, it's a well. <laughs> you know, and I think this is a traditional Japanese kind of thing. It does have that kind of vibe to it. You yeah. Know? And, you know, what's it shooting at you? It shoots like just orbs or something. Or yeah. I can't remember. Yeah. You can knock stuff back or. It introduces itself by saying time to do some damage. Yeah. And it will. Yeah. Um, this, this, this well does not mess around. I just, uh, this was one where I got here as Bert and just planted myself front and center and just blasted away. Okay. Try to kill him as fast as I could. Uh, I would say try to deflect as much back to it as you can with Mark. And then uh, in, once it's close, 
just beat it. Whack away. It's one of these ones where if it's the last boss of the level, it's like, I can get down to one. I just need yeah, to get out like, of here with yeah. a key. <laughs> I just got to make it to the final door. Yeah. So hopefully you can destroy him. You take that key to the end, unlock the door, and you get to move on to round three, Nick. Yes, you do. And it is the Dark World Cave. And man, what does this Dark World Cave look like? What actually looks like a cave for once uh, it does gray it's and, pretty basic you uh know. you got like stalactites that fall some weird uh skeletons that kind of disappear they fade in and out there's these flying goblin guys and umbrella bats yeah the umbrella bats are real big pains in the butt because they come in at like the worst angle there is just yeah, barely yeah. any good way to hit them the strategy we found to work the best would be to like spawn them chasing you and then run away so that you can get them to level out Oh, okay, yeah. And that way you can actually get a, a decent hit on them. Yeah, it makes sense. Uh, you know, you get past some of those bats and you will find yourself fighting the first boss of this level, the Great Bull Man. Yeah, and he's green and he tells you to move it. He does. And then he begins to throw tiny cows at you. Uh, tiny little cute cows. Yeah, it's very bizarre. Very, very bizarre. Yeah, and I mean, he's, he's really a minotar. I don't know I was going to say, he <laughs> is a minotaur. And I love minotaurs. Yeah. And I would have rather him, like, throw an axes or something. The fact that he throws cute, tiny cows just throws it all off for me. That's weird. And uh, in, if you're... You have to kind of hit him in the belly, I think, instead of the head. But mm-hmm. you're just knocking cows back or gunning them down with Bert. Yeah. Pretty simple. Yeah, this one I thought was pretty easy. The, the cows, since they bounced along the floor, were easy to knock back at him. Yeah, yeah. And you destroy him. Hopefully your question mark yields you some wonderful hearts. (laughs) And then you can move on because you are now going to, well, you're not going to be dealing with a riddle, but a battle with the Sphinx. Yes, or the guardian of the giant Sphinx. Isn't he a Sphinx? Well, there's a Sphinx in the background. but Oh, that's right. Yeah. Although later you'll fight this other Sphinx-like. Yeah, that's why I'm (laughs) getting backwards. So, yeah, so you are not fighting the, the Sphinx. There is no riddle. Instead, you are... You're fighting, what is it? Uh, it's just like a ghost thing. It's the guardian of the giant sphinx. And I mean, this one, there is a pill right outside this door. So I always go in as Bert and just try and gun him down. But Well, the cool thing was you enter the room and I, I always took it as the sphinx saying this. Okay. He, he says, my legs are asleep. <laughs> and then that's, I, you know, and that's what I thought was funny because then he doesn't attack you. Now the guardian, you know, again, shoots things at you. They're like blobs of ectoplasm. You just got to knock them back. I don't remember if I had the pill or not, but I do know that a lot of the times I had the pill and went into these rooms, I wasn't used to it. So if they're shooting a lot of projectiles, it sometimes is harder because you can't return them. You just have to dodge them all. Yeah, yeah. That's why when I'm bird, I'm usually just like hunker down and take it. Well, after the Guardian of the Sphinx, you will go to the next boss and you'll be fighting another giant spider. Yeah, but this one is alive. It is, and he tells you that he is going to suck your blood. Yeah, all of your blood. Suck, suck all of your blood. That is a lot. Well, he's a big spider. He is a <laughs> giant spider. Yeah. And this guy, I'm pretty sure he just got right on him and just beat him to death with my bat. He just moves left and right and shoots these. I guess they're wet. they look like X's, but yeah. you, you can knock those back or try and burt through it. Um, I don't. I have don't have many memories of this guy because he was pretty chill. You know, you jump over him, hit him in the back, that kind of stuff. Yeah, you get your key. And you roll right out of there into round four. The Dark World Castle Ruins. Does every level start with Dark World? Yes. Okay. 
every one. Um. <laughs> I feel like that kind of ruins the fact, you know, yeah. you know, you're in the dark well at this point. You were kidnapped by Bert. Yeah. Yeah. And this, uh, well, and these castle ruins really are more of a pyramid looking thing. Uh, you have yeah. hieroglyphics in the background, so they're leaning into that pretty heavily. Uh, and again, that, my, one of my bigger gripes with this game is the backgrounds are so simple and generic. They just yeah. don't really give me much. I mean, with the exception of the first level. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah. And that's Nightmare. Although I will so. say that almost every other pyramid I've encountered in a video game is colored orange or gold or yellow or mm-hmm. brown. But these are gray and blue, man. So at least there's that. Maybe they're space pyramids. Maybe, man. I mean, Well, here in the space pyramid, you do fight a few new enemies. There's, a, I think, some scorpions. Yeah, they shoot but, stuff at you. You know, here's the thing. From level three on, every new enemy you fight is actually just going to be an old enemy with a different skin. Yep, yep. You got white crocodiles. Although here you will see those brown floating blocks that yeah. you have to wait. You can't beat them with your bat, although they'll look like they can get hit. But if you knock a projectile into them, I think it, it will. I did it once on accident. It blows it up. Oh, well, you can hit it with your bat and it'll like stun it. Yeah, But that's yeah. never helpful when going underneath them. I mean, I wasted some time sitting there. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to beat this thing. No, but... You can if you can knock a scorpion tail or something back at it. Cool. Well, hopefully you can. And then you will fight your first boss, the giant samurai. Yeah, he's a giant samurai. And he tells you that he is a slowpoke. But that's not true. No, Just kidding. He, he comes shuffling after you. I he, mean, he is slower than some of the other bosses. I will say that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he shoots little katana blades at you. You can knock them back or jump up and hit him. Either mm-hmm. way, he's pretty simple. He is very simple. You fight him, you get your... Reward, you leave the room. Hopefully, you can find that next boss pretty easily. And like so many other bosses in this game, it is yet another giant thing. Oh, yeah. This time, a giant cat. A giant, pretty cute looking cat. It's in a box. Very very cartoony. (laughs) Yeah. This is not a menacing cat at all. And it says, meow, meow. Yep, yep. And uh, it pops its head up and in and out of that box while shooting smaller cats at you, which beat back at it. I guess that is kind of menacing since it's sacrificing hordes of kittens (laughs) just to fight you yeah man now this one also super easy uh because it can't move any of the ones that don't move man you just got to find that spot yeah once you find your spot they're gone but yeah you can keep plugging on your way through and you will eventually get to i think i've written now the fifth door but you'll fight the punk rocker yes and he greets you by saying face the music yeah man and uh he's a weird like mohawk thing he kind of reminds me of uh one of the guys from Clash of Demon Head in a way. But um, either way, he shoots music notes at you. He's got his little guitar. And there's an amp in the background, I think. Yeah, I like this boss. It's super cool looking. And it's it's pretty fun. This was a boss I, I had. I was like, I'm just shooting away with Bert. Like, I could not reflect those things back. He moves around too fast for me to effectively do that. Agreed. And when I was here with Mark, you know, it was one of those ones where it's about jumping through him and just hitting him with the bat close range as much as you can and making sure you leave that room with one one or two health. <laughs> yep, he's the last one. So. He's the last one. You get the key from him. And then you can go to that final funky door and leave to round five. Yeah, yeah. The Dark World Lake. The lake, huh? Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, and I mean... You're back outside? You got to, you're in a forest. There's water underneath and some gray rocks. Reminds me of Rolsa Valley from Rygar. Yeah, this this level looks like it's from a whole nother game. Yeah, yeah. It is so like bright and sunny and goofy looking. Yeah, with, you're like out. these dinosaurs and stuff. Yeah, those weird like sea serpents and those hilarious fake sharks where you'll see like a shark fin. 
yeah. in the water and it jumps out, but then it's just like a miniature tiny shark under exactly. the like, fin. Exactly. Like, is this a 2D Bubsy game? Like, where am I? <laughs> this is not a monster world. It's hilarious. Uh, this level only features two bosses. Yeah, which is nice because you are going to be maddened by the actual platforming of this level because there's like everything you need to get past takes a bajillion hits. Yes. Yeah. I mean, this was a, a lot of enemy skipping for me where I was like, ah, jump, not worth jump. it. Well, especially because the, the first boss you get to is the living dead. Oh, man, this is the greatest thing in the game. Where they tell you to watch me dance. They do. And you just wait. And after they play special music and then they just crumble to dust. They dance. They do dance the whole time. There's yeah, two of yeah. them. You can fight them at any point and they will crumble. And then as soon as you stop fighting them, they'll get back up. Yeah, yeah. I This was one I remember before I ever even got to them. My The first time I played this game, I already knew this from Nintendo Power. So they never tricked me. So do you have to stand still when you do that? We weren't sure. We, we, we couldn't remember, so we did, like, a couple things. Oh, I, I think I just stood still. I'm not sure if you have to or not. Yeah. I'm not. I don't know. Either way, it's just about 30 seconds or so. Yeah. And then they fall, and they're dead, and you still get your award. Relax and enjoy the show. Exactly. And then you get to move on to the final boss of this level, the second one, the Mad Javelin Man. Who's a weird looking, he looks like a giant wooden robot or something? Yeah, like, <laughs> that is exactly what I was going to say. Like a 50s classic robot, but made out of wood instead of metal. And he yells, catch my javelin. Yeah, and starts chucking them at you, um, which you must reflect back to his head, I think. Yeah, this is like it starts getting a little more complicated. You can't just knock him right back into the middle. Some of these guys, you got to reflect it to the head. And that means you're definitely trying to get that sweet spot exactly. This one I found... Um, you know, in all of the backgrounds of these rooms in this level, there's like a waterfall and some rocks. Mm -hmm. But you can actually jump on those rocks. Oh. Some of them. <laughs> Not all of them, but there, there's one you can get where you're almost perfectly horizontal with his head. And so I just stood there because he'll start shooting them straight at you and they'll almost all go straight back to him. So it's a little easier than just doing it au naturel. Definitely try that one out next time. But when you do defeat him, you get your key, you find that crazy door. And now you're in round six. Yes, the Dark World Haunted House. Yeah, it's and this got is, the worst music in the game. The music is horrible, and this is straight up a like a uh, Mickey Mouse capades level. Oh, it's barely even music. It's just like wind blowing sounds mm -hmm. and these like shrill. Oh, I hate this level. Like, well, because not only is it got the horrible music, you it's a maze. It's one of these stupid door mazes. Yeah, um, I it, cheated my way through this like there was no tomorrow. I um I actually remembered a, a tip for this where it's like when you're going through the doors, if uh -huh. you just take the one on the right seven times in a row and then the middle one, it'll take you to the boss. After that, it's more complicated. I don't remember, but I just kept doing the one on the right just mm -hmm. because I was like, whatever, kind of like in uh, uh, the Death Mountain in Zelda 2, mm -hmm. how it's like if you just go right or down. So eh, it kind of works, makes it a little easier, but this level can be really frustrating because while you do have some hilarious enemies, such as animated pairs of pants. Yeah, straight out of Dr. Seuss, man. I love them. <laughs> chairs and stuff, but there's those little like meteors that come out of the, the yes. ceiling, you know? I don't know how you're like, you can get past ones that are coming at you. Yeah. But if they're sh shooting the same direction you're moving, it's almost impossible. Yeah. It, it I took a lot of damage there. I hated it, man. Agreed. Now, the one uh, bright spot in this level is the fact that it only has one boss. Also, this is where, at least that I noticed, you're, you get the final color change where you, you now have like a yellow. Okay. And Bert's, uh, his bullets changed where you're shooting two now and they do that. Oh, yeah, they do that thing, cool thing. Which is pretty neat and stronger, but 
that pattern can be kind of frustrating with certain bosses where it's like if they're too close they go around the hit spot oh no like it can happen later but probably not at this boss the chameleon man oh man i really liked the chameleon man he was a cool idea for a boss but man this might be the easiest boss of the past three levels yeah i mean it's you know you have a background that looks like a bunch of gory like plant faces or something yeah like they're all green and yellow and you know you can see the faces and then there are actually four of them that are moving around yes atop of the background that look almost identical yes and one of them is the chameleon man right when it starts moving around you want to start hitting and whatever one you hit then it's that point it's like follow the yeah. ball that's all you gotta do you gotta just keep following it which isn't hard it doesn't really do much damage and it doesn't shoot any projectiles yeah so you just gotta it's all about keeping your eye on that guy and even if you don't you're like i can figure it out pretty quick and do the other ones even hurt you i don't know i don't i mean i, I was dodging and stuff so i don't know but i feel like this boss was so easy yeah he's definitely it was which, a nice break after the you know those meteors or whatever they were <laughs> pummeling you throughout the level it's not fair and then once you've defeated him well the door's not right there you do have to trickery go through a bunch more that's where you got to go back yeah which isn't bad if you just cheat it's online there are maps Mm -hmm. use them yeah totally use the map cheat out of there get to that door because you want to move on to round seven the dark world tower yeah not to be confused with the dark tower right great movie i heard um anyways uh it's uh this is a neat one. I mean, you've got a blue background with gray floors. You're going up, but... Uh, well, that's what's different. That you Actually, it's a vertical scrolling level instead of horizontal. Yeah. And, I mean, you do get little and, signs that tell and, you how high well, you are. Let's rephrase that. It's not really a vertical scrolling. It's one screen at a time. You yeah. have to get to the ladder and then go up. And you'll see a bunch of weird, like, enemies here. There's some ghosts, these little pink imps. Man, these enemies take forever to kill. And um, they are umpires? hard. Is that what those guys? Yeah, I think so. Is that so. a vampire pun, you think? Probably. I did notice that there's the elephant man is uh... <laughs> an enemy. Yes. Uh, John Merrick walks yeah, around himself. And, no, actually, it's an elephant man. He does have the John Merrick like head shroud. Yeah. But when you get close or attack him, he pulls it off and it has an actual elephant head. Yeah. Which is pretty. Uh, I'm like, it's funny, but kind of insensitive, maybe. I don't know. It but... is a weird pun. I will yeah. put it that way. It is, man. But the other thing that sucks about these levels is that bat thing. Or what is it? Whatever. What's oh, those, flying around? Those imp thing. Yeah, I don't ever fight those. I'm like, I no. even if I'm Bert, but uh, yeah. Um, you will soon get to the first uh, boss, who is a giant caterpillar. You mean Royce? Royce himself. Because uh, when you enter the room, he goes, "I'm Royce," which is another right. Since he rolls at you, yeah, rolls Royce, and that's exactly what he does. He turns into a ball and rolls at you. This is the first boss I think that has like a separate animation for his movement. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, and uh, you just jump over him and shoot him, or if he can be tough, I think to not take a bunch of damage or, or at least a little you know now the weird thing is is like when he rolls at you if you hit him at the right time he'll roll through you and you don't take damage yeah i couldn't but it's really it. hard yeah. to get that every time so i would get it about every other time this to work. was yeah this was one where i just tried to farm up life and yeah this is the beginning of the point for me where i'm really starting to hate these bosses <laughs> so and then you know you do what you got to do get through this guy Hopefully you can come out with a decent amount of health because you have another boss to fight. The Grim Reaper himself, right out of Castlevania. Yeah, and he welcomes you. Welcome. Entrance to hell. (laughs) Yeah, entrance to hell. All right. Now, uh, he throws heads. Yeah, no no sides this time. Yeah. And uh, he does, like, fly around a little bit. Yeah, I... I don't remember his... See, this is where... This level's kind of weird, and I don't know if this is intentional or not because Uh there's three bosses. Yes, but the second boss gives you the key. Right. And if you kill a third boss, you, the key goes away. 
So don't. Yeah, like if you once you get that key, stop fighting anything. I mean, and just go to the exit. But so right. you can either you know you'll probably fight the caterpillar first, and so if well, you fight the grim reaper, then move on. I saw that I had the key, and I that's what I just left. I was like, oh, oh I'm okay. Not, yeah, yeah. I'm not messing around with anything. Yeah, for sure. I mean, this guy, you just knock that stuff back at him, right? Uh, yeah. And then you can move on up the tower to the second giant spider, and he tells you, "I'll suck all of your blood again." But if you fight him, you lose the key. Yeah, unless you skip the Grim Reaper. So oh, depending so you, on you pick which one you want to fight. Yeah, so yeah. How, is it just like the other spider? Pretty much, except he has a Roman numeral two on his back, and oh. he shoots green X's at you. So I mean, I, I think what, I would rather fight the spider than the Reaper. That's what I did. So I mean, I I don't well, know. Note to you all: go out there and fight that spider. Skip the Reaper. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, yeah. don't fear the Reaper, but <laughs> don't fight him either. Come on, baby. So yeah, once you get the key from either of those bosses, hightail it to the end of that level. Go through your magic door. Find yeah, yourself yeah. in round eight. The weirdest name of all. Yeah. Dark World Heaven's Castle. So you're in the heaven of the dark world? I guess. <laughs> you're up there. I mean, there's clouds on the ground's made of clouds, and there are all these, like, towers, and mm-hmm. later on, green pagodas that you can enter. Yes. You'll be fighting. There's witches that sprinkle stuff on you. Yeah. And there are lots of jumping gaps. This yeah. is when it becomes a little more, yeah. Well, there, and then there's those, uh, those little, like, looks like a stick of dynamite in like a robe that just runs at you and uh-huh. you can knock those out before they get to you. I just thought it was a weird enemy. Now this one, this level is where it gets a little kind of tricky because you the, want to start by going to the left. Yeah. Where you will fight the giant dragon, which for my money is the hardest boss in the game. I was going to say the exact same. <laughs> I saved right outside of this guy and I only had like half my health. Okay. Not going to happen. Well, I had just like, here. I would just start this level. Go to and, the left, yeah. die, start over, and keep that, That's what it, I like, did. And I was like, I, this is impossible. I need to go farm. Like, eventually, I was like, I I probably fought him 10 times at yeah. least. And, like, I would just, there's pill. There's a pill right out there, so you can get there as Bert. And eventually, the best thing I could find for a quote-unquote strategy was to fly up to the top. He will follow you around. He's a little dragon. So you enter the room, and the dragon says, Watch out, baby. And <laughs> it's like there's two eyes on the back wall, but one of the eyes is actually the dragon curled up. Yeah. It uncurls and chases you around, and it's on you. Like, there's no tomorrow. It's very aggressive. You know, it's made of little balls, like... You're standard. Yeah, and um, you just got to shoot it in the head. This is where I, I had problems with Bert's new shot, hitting him in the head. But I would fly up to the top, kind of, to in the corner and just start blasting and... Uh, one time it finally worked, so <laughs> that was what I did. Yeah, I just lost almost all my life, and you know, you just got to do what you got to oh, do. Oh yeah, I barely made it out when I did. So, luckily, there are plenty of places to farm in this level, so you definitely want to try to get some of those hearts back, yeah. or get Bert and use him to. I would use Bert to farm, basically. Yeah, yeah. And then you can move on to the second boss, the Hand Creature. Uh, strange name. Uh, this is a, a weird, like undead. Hindu thing or something? You know, it looks like yeah. it has six arms at least, and it's, I guess it's shooting hands at you. Yeah, not, I don't know why they call it the hand creature. I don't, me either. So you can either knock those hands, I guess, back at him or shoot him down with Bert. But he seems like a breeze compared to that dragon. Yeah, oh yeah. Jeez, they all do. Yeah, this one's just your standard knock-em-back tactics. Yeah, yeah. You go past him, move along through the cloud lands to the final boss of the level, Snake Man. Yes, which is... Not a snake at all. It's actually a sarcophagus head. So right. You might think this was the guardian of the Sphinx, but it is not. It is not. It just moves left and right. And is that, was it shoot snakes? Is that what those are? Yeah. I, I think it's supposed to be like the snake on the, you know, crown. Yeah. 
this is a pretty easy boss. Like, oh yeah, I especially well, if you're Bert, you can just fly over him, shoot him in the back. You know when he's coming underneath you. After the trial of fire that was the dragon, I feel like <laughs> these two bosses are amazing. You're like, yeah, I can use normal tactics. Yeah, yeah, for instead real. Instead of just being hunted to death around this <laughs> tiny screen. So you defeat the snake man or sarcophagus head. You get your key. You get to leave this level for one more. Oh, yeah. The final is the Dark World Master. Oh, now it's time to face the master. Yeah, real face-to-face. And... It's a giant face background. <laughs> yeah, there you are. You got some eyes and a nose that like opens yes. to reveal his weak spot. And then he's just shooting little eyeballs out of his mouth. Yeah. that You can knock them back at his nose, which is pretty tough because the timing of the emission of those eyeballs and the opening of the nose doesn't always line up. So it could be a really long battle or I just try to bird it. You know, I'll, I'll spend as much as I can just hovering right in front of it and just blasting away. That is the only open. way I was able to beat this boss. Yeah, same Because here, right? for me, I I could never get the hits. I but One out of every six, seven hits yeah, yeah. Could, would knock it into the, the nose or wherever it was the hurting it. Yeah, and then it's like, is it open at that time? Like, that's where I was like... Yeah, ah. exactly. So. I mean, I had a lower success rate with this than I did that Donkey Kong battle like we <laughs> talked about last week. Um, but yeah, I basically was like, you know what? I just got to start earlier get that Bert and get in there with it. And, you know, it doesn't take very many hits with Bert, which is really the disgusting part. You're like, oh. <laughs> and boom, you've done it. You have destroyed the Dark World Master. Yeah, I mean, when you walk in, he gives you a, a brief little speech where he's like, no one's getting out of here alive and blah, blah, blah. But you beat him down and then you get a very weird ending. Yeah, 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 you do. Because you like, fly back home, right? And he mm-hmm. gives you a present. Oh, yeah, he gives you a gift. And then... You open the box, and out comes a princess. Yeah, and you're like, oh, okay. And she kind of reminds me of Princess Bubblegum. She's all pink, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then the princess changes. Yeah, well, she melts, like, in a yeah. really disgusting way. Like, uh-huh. they really, you know they put, spent some time on that, like, oh, appropriately. Yeah. I liked it, but I'm like, what? And, and then it melts into a monster. Yeah, and then, um, what is it? Then you run away. Um, or you leave and then Bert you see Bert when you're trying to leave and he's like whoa where do you think you're going I need your help for another adventure and you're like what yeah uh, oh is there another form to the Dark World Master (laughs) I don't know no there's not because guess what guys this was all a dream that's right you wake up you wake up and you realize it was just a dream but no that's when you see Bert right yeah but then you go to leave the house and who's waiting for you at the front door is Bert it's Bert that's it. That then it ends. So yeah, maybe who knows? It's, it's a it's a really weird ending, but I think it's perfect for this game. So <laughs> it is. It matches the intro to this game just right. Yeah. All right, here we are in the final portion of our show, the review portion, and we always use the classic Nintendo Power Review System, which has four categories ranging in scores from zero to five, starting with. Graphics and sound. I gave this game a 2.5. Uh, as did I. I think uh, the graphics are fine. They have some character to them that I enjoy, but they're not especially detailed or anything. Right. There are so many weird things in this game, um, and uh, really cool bosses. The yeah, bosses yeah. and the boss sprites are what really pull this out of the mire for me. This, uh, that's the draw, kind of, of this game, you know? Otherwise, the backgrounds are all really simple, pretty Pre- lame. Pretty forgettable. And, and the levels themselves, you know, the graphics of your platforms, uh, all that stuff, it's just it's very basic. Yeah, it's like... Video game 101. Some of the music is pretty catchy. 
It is, but then some of it's awful. So. Some of it is the worst <laughs> you'll ever hear. Um, I don't know if it's playing right now. Maybe, maybe, but hopefully, maybe we didn't do that to you, and you're enjoying one of these fun, happy tunes. It's almost too happy for a game called Monster Party. <laughs> Up next is Play Control, and I gave it a 3.0. Okay, I only gave it a 2.0 because I did not like the bat. Like I want to, but I feel like I wish it just had a little more range or too slow for you. Uh, yeah, it, the timing is tricky, and I feel like. Since they give you so much to be like, depending on when you hit it, it gets mm-hmm. a different angle. I wish it was a little more. And that's why I gave I it a know. 3.0. I like the fact that y- if you time things correctly, you do have a really huge level of control over the angle things leave your bat. Yeah, yeah. And when you're Bert, you have like full freedom. You have yeah, all kinds of true. crazy fun flying powers. I really like the way Bert flies. So, you know, my biggest gripes were um, the jump can be a little weird, especially with that down button yeah. falling. But otherwise, I, I thought. You know, the slowness, that's just part of the mechanics of the character. Yeah, yeah. I I can see that. Well, I'm pretty sure we're going to have different numbers here in the challenge factor. Uh, I gave it a 4.0. Okay. um, I gave it a 2.5, mainly because of the the passwords, and you can always live farm up. It's 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 not like it's hard. It's just like, do I want to do the... The grinding, you know? I guess you're right. I mean, there are bosses, though, that are very hard. So yes. don't don't sell the, it short there. No, the dragon is super hard. Um, there are, uh, you know, the final boss isn't exactly easy. He's, no. You know, a lot of them are, are simple, but... I feel like, you know, you're right. There, With knowledge of the game, where your power-ups are and that kind of thing, yeah, this game is definitely a lot easier. I wasn't paying as much attention to that, so therefore, uh, you know... I, I was often going into boss fights without full health, and sometimes just, it was a struggle. Well, and uh, the, the worst thing about life farming is just that your bat's so weak that it takes so long. And, yeah, it's just know, boring. Just really, give me more life. Really boring. And I wouldn't have to do this. <laughs> Agreed. All right, Nick, what did you give for this game for theme and fun? I gave it a 3.5. Oh, I, I give it a 3.0. Okay. I mean, it's it's just a short, simple pretty fun game it's got its snags you know it, it's it has... it's not fun enough to, to to beat but it's definitely fun enough to check out i think um if you use one of the passwords that lets you start with 63 full, a full life meter you know or you know it it is a little too challenging for yeah i didn't what check it gives you you know the game like, genie codes if there's one that like doubles your hearts or anything like that that would probably make this game a lot more fun yeah there's a i just happened to see online where there there's a password mm-hmm. for every level that but, starts you with 63 so i will say that it is just so weird that the theming of weirdness yeah. that that just goes through this entire game it's so charming that I, I wanted to find out what the next level was going to hold. What yeah. weird bosses would I encounter and what weird enemies would I encounter? I mean, this this feels like the skeleton of a really good game, but it's like, well, as it is, it's fine. You know, it's not, I've, this is only the second time I've ever played it, so that tells you something. I've, I've always fondly remembered it, but I don't actually play it that much, so I, I think it's worth checking out once or twice. Which brings us to the final question of the show. Should you play this game, Nick? I well, I would say yes, but cheat. I said yes. Play through the first level. Yeah, I mean that's going to tell you everything you need to know about <laughs> this game. And if you thought that level was hilarious and charming, then move on. If you thought it was bizarre and way too hard, then set it down. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, but at least experience this first level. I, I think it's worth it just to you know just to see what's out there. You need to play this game to at least get to the password screen because we forgot to mention that oh yeah that's pretty bloody looking too it is the most intense (laughs) 
screen I've ever seen on a Nintendo game because it is a ceiling of dripping blood, a floor, a pool of blood with skeletons, bloody skeletons scattered throughout it. Yeah, and, and like the the window, the message window is, is skulls all around it. Like it's, I don't know, man, it's weird choices that I like. So if you want to see the most intense metal screen in all of Nintendo history, then we say, hey, check out Monster Party. Next week's game is Mega Turrican for the Sega Genesis slash Mega Drive. So find a copy of this game any way you can. Grab your controllers and play along, friends. And if there's anything that we missed or got wrong, let us know. Maybe what's your favorite boss in Monster Party? Shrimp Attack? Come on. Uh, either way, get a hold of us at cartridgecommand at gmail.com and we'll either get back to you or talk about it on air. So please like us on Facebook at Cartridge Command. Check us out on Twitter at Cart Command. You can subscribe to us on any platform you'd like. You know, this podcast, our SSS feed goes everywhere. Yeah. And uh, tell a friend. We like that. We're getting some great feedback from you guys. So thank you very much. And of course, we must always thank our wonderful supporters on Patreon.com slash Cartridge Command. The few, the proud, the awesome. You guys and gals are the reason this show exists. And we thank you. We truly do from the bottom of our hearts. Yeah, this show is brought to you by gamers like you. And, as always, Cartridge Commandos, Game On! Come on, you're so close. I see your Apple logo. Apple us. <laughs> <laughs>